Good evening, America, and good afternoon, Australia, and welcome to everyone listening from the UK, Russia, and Germany. Welcome back to Radio Tony, Tony TV. This is the Everyday Business Show. And for those of you listening on live uh, on Facebook, Twitch, LinkedIn, and Twitter, just a reminder that Payo's listening in the background to take all of your comments any of your questions and provide you the links about anything that we're talking about today. We have another amazing guest today and if you're watching us for the first time, this is the Everyday Business Show where we talk to amazing entrepreneurs about anything and everything across the planet and today's guest is no different. A reminder too that if you miss the live shows, you can always catch up on Binge TV Networks USA, Hero Go TV USA and the Tony TV channel app available on all Roku, Samsung and smart TVs across the world. Now, Dr. Vanessa Hall is a wonderful, technologically driven woman and she is an information technology professional who loves every aspect of the technological field. She is Vice President of Technology Project Management, PNC Bank, and the owner of Crossroads Information Technology Group. It's an IT group. Dr. Hall's educational background includes a Bachelor of Science in Mechanical Engineering and Technology, an MBA, a PhD in Information Technology Management. Her certifications include PMP, which is Project Management Professional, um, a CSM, which is a Certified Scrum Master. I only know these names because my husband is a computer programmer, so I've (laughs) grasped some of the lingo along the way. She serves on the advisory board for David W. Carter's High School Academy of Information Technology and the Dallas ISD Industry Leadership Council. Dr. Hall's professional memberships include Project Manage Institute, Scrum Alliance, National Society of Leadership, and NAF, which is the National Association for Female Executives. That's amazing. She's served as a technological guest speaker for events such as the National Conference in 2005, Women in Technology, and the Washington State Federal Way School District, mentoring students and staff in the area of STEM. And for those of you that don't know, STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Maths, something that's not traditionally thought of as a female Um, area of expertise but I'm here to tell you there are so many amazing women and girls working in this field and I like to talk to them as often as I can possibly get them on this uh, show. Now Dr Hall has been involved with speaking worldwide about advancing STEM and her knowledge and area of technology has afforded her the opportunity to travel to Europe India and around the United States leading technology initiatives for financial corporations. Dr. Hall is married with two kids and has three beautiful granddaughters. Her personal philosophy is God first, family second, and the remaining components of life will align, and they do. She strongly believes faith and endurance are key factors in obtaining goals and exceeding expectations. 
She loves to read, write, dance, listen to music and enjoy motorcycle rides. And I'm going to ask her a little bit about that in a moment. Good uh, good evening, Dr. Vanessa. I almost said good afternoon. I'm in Australia. Dr. Vanessa's in the US. How are you? Hello, Tony Radio. Tony, I'm excited to be here. I am wonderful. That's good news. Now, I want to delve a little bit into uh, how you got to this point in time. So can you share with the audience uh, about growing up? And I also want to touch on uh, your point about CNN's um, reference to the town that you grew up in. So tell me about it, Vanessa. Yes, this journey has been an exciting one. I would trade it for the world, Tony. It started in Lake Providence, Louisiana, actually Shreveport, Louisiana, where I was born. We ended up uh, moving to Lake Providence, Louisiana, because my father's father passed and he was going to help his mother. And we ended there and we I grew up there, a uh, small town in the Delta. Mm. Uh, CNN racist yeah. town is the most disenfranchised place in America. Yes. Most unequal place yeah. in America. And there's a, you know, a little slice saying that people say, can anything good come out of Lake Providence? And I'm here to say that it can. Um, I just always believed my parents were educators. They always taught us that the key is education. That one thing you can have in life that no one can take away is your education, your knowledge and your drive. And they brought, you know, they brought Seven kids up with that philosophy. They raised us to love people, uh, to love God first, and to love people, and to treat everybody uh, with respect, and to do our best. And and that's the base yeah. they gave us. And I thank God for that. They gave us that base of life. And so I started there in a in high school. Started realizing I wanted to do something in the engineering field. And my father wow. kept saying civil. <laughs> But I went into yeah. <laughs> he he was sort of right. Yeah. That, uh, all the highways are really growing in, in the states. So, but I went into mechanical, mm-hmm. and um, before, mm-hmm. when I graduated, my I was working a part time, of course, to carry myself through college. I uh, entered on scholarship, but I needed extra, and so I was working yeah. off of Blue Cross Blue Shield, of Louisiana, and I, yeah. my manager said, Vanessa. Uh, you have such, you know, so many technical skills. I'd like to connect you yes. with Blue Cross Blue Shield in Texas. And they have a yes. training program. They'll take you in. I said, I don't have any experience. She said, that's okay. They'll train you. So that's where yes. I started my career as a software engineer. Oh. And I oh, worked wow. there. Yeah, I worked there for years. And then I moved on into Sprint in the telecom industry. And my career just yeah. really began to uh, expand from there. Uh, it has been a lot of learning because being yes. uh, raised in a small town, everyone counted me out. They said, yes. you won't be able to compete because you haven't had the uh, educational awareness. Uh, the books you guys have been studying from, they haven't been up to date. You won't be able to compete. Oh, but no. I'm here to say you can. You can. And so that, that's my can story. do everything, can't they? Yes, yes. You can do. That's my message. I'm, I call myself on, uh, bringing up the steam for STEM <laughs> with women. Yes. Um, yes. Making it yes. heavy. 
to let people know when they're in those disenfranchised areas, doesn't matter the heart of what you would love to do. Always focus on the heart of what you would love to do. And I always want to give back because I didn't always have that. I didn't always have that person telling me you can do it um, from whence you came. Kind of had the opposite with people on the outside saying you can't survive in this field because you don't have what every uh, availability to everybody is. You don't have the resources. And so I want to make a different change in this world. I want to help those that feel that way. I go into the DISD school systems here, mainly in the uh, southern sector where uh, there Mm -hmm. is this. And that's why I spend all of my time giving hope to those children giving a direction. Uh, There's some great talent in there. You never uh, count anyone out because of diversity. Uh, Everybody deserves a chance. So that's, that's what has driven me to love the uh, volunteership and the sponsorship and the mentorship and coaching that I do for these kids. I see so much of myself in them. And I want to make sure that they have the opportunity to grow and they know I had to feel my way because I didn't even know what this field was, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, what am I going to yes, do? Yes. You know, I, I haven't been exposed. Exposure is so critical. Yeah. And so I yeah. get in there yeah. and I, I, I go on my first project and I'm all wound up and my manager yeah. is saying, you've got to get some skin in this yeah, to stay in this game. Uh, it's a male dominated field. My first mm. uh, director, he, I really, uh, Jim Clay, I give him a lot of credit for my success. He was tough. And they said, oh yes. my God, you're going to work for Jim Clay. <laughs> and Jim Clay taught me so much in the beginning of how to have um, a tough skin, I would say, in the business. Mm, how to know my yeah. voice, how to sit there. If I know something, don't sit at the table and not speak up. Because in this uh, industry, you're finding male dominated and no disrespect yes. by male counterparts. But just Absolutely. that unconscious bias, uh, when you sit there, you can be in the room and you can keep saying something over and over. And they, and they just keep talking like they haven't hurt you. <laughs> And then you come right back to your mm-hmm. point, you know. And so yeah. that's what Jim Clay taught me. He's it's going to be tough in this business. And I'm so glad I got that on my first entry into technology. Yeah. Because he didn't yeah. he didn't sit and treat me like um I would say had to babysit me. He put me on some yeah. of the toughest, most challenging projects Blue Cross had when they first yeah transition from plastic cards to paper cards. I am the technologist yeah. wrote that program and installed that for Blue Cross oh. Blue Shield. Yes. He gave me that opportunity wow. <laughs> and he was like, wow. sink or swim. <laughs> so that's what I love about the, the field of technology, the challenge. Every day is different. Every day yeah. is different. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Dr. Vanessa, as an Australian looking in on America, um, I talk to Americans all the time. Um, My shows are all based in America, but I still feel like there's such a long way to go in terms of equality 
in America. Am I misreading the situation? Like I talk to amazing women like you that are doing phenomenal work and encouraging girls into non-traditional areas like uh, science, technology, um, yes. maths, etc. But do you feel like it's changing? Are, are you getting anywhere is my question because sometimes I hear some of the rhetoric and it just, it makes my skin crawl and, and it mm-hmm. usually comes from the, the, the southern states within America and I just, I would really like to know from your perspective, is it changing? Is there hope? There's a twofold answer. It is changing. Yes. Slowly. Yes. Yes. I'm always hopeful. So there is yeah. hope in the South, in the Southern area where Lake Providence, where yes. I am originally from, yes. Yes. is changing much slower. You know, it's still that need to branch out in that area because exposure and opportunity is not available Definitely. there as it should be. That's the that's the pledge to try to get even that area up to speed. But even where I sit in mm-hmm. Dallas right now, there's still yes. the struggle yes. of equality in pay. You may hire yes. in and they might say, OK, we're going to give you an opportunity, but your male counterparts will still be paid more than you will be. You know, so you we, we still have that wow. problem of, of, you know. Pay equality, uh, job opportunity. Uh, we still have the fight, which is why SHEO is so important. You know, SHEO is into PNC now, yes. PNC Project 257. Yes. And mm-hmm. I am an uh, activator for PNC in that aspect. And it just, you know, it hardens my heart to feel like it's 257 years. That's why that project is 257. Yes. Because of the research saying it would take 257 years for the female to have equality to the male. That's just not. That's not okay, is it? That is is not okay. And so we as women and men, the men have to fight for us too. It has to be a collaboration between the two of looking at your worth, your aptitude, Mm. your experience. All of that, everything a person. And that's what we have to get. I know we have a long road, but on all aspects, as far as your diversity with African American to Indian or or just women of color, we sit at 5% of the workforce in IT. That is just not acceptable. So I am on the path. Blowing steam, <laughs> raising it, <laughs> trying to thank goodness for that. It. Yes, and you know, Tony, that is. I think that's. I know that's another reason why I give it one hundred and fifty percent. Any role mm. I have been given, or you know, I applied for and I was hired yes. to do. Yes, I just worked hard. I didn't want them to say yeah. a female couldn't handle it because that would destroy yeah. the path for everybody behind me. Yes. I'm always thinking of the path behind me. That is so yeah, critical to me. Absolutely. Who am I bringing yeah. along? That's my plight, you know, in life is who am I bringing along with me? And I dare fail yeah. when I'm given an opportunity. Uh, I remember going into London and actually into Bristol and Yates 
to do a conversion. Yes. And um, there were only two women at the table, three, three, I'm sorry, three, one African-American, yeah. one Asian, yes. and one Caucasian woman at the table. And I tell you, out of all the people in the room, those three women led the charge. And I yeah. made a commitment in everything I do, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability because if I fail, mm. that means I fail for my entire female nation, I call it. <laughs> so got yeah. to be sure yeah, yes. I'm on top of things. Yes. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, African-American women have a really long and proud history of being leaders within the STEM field. Um, if you look at some of the women from the 60s who were involved in the um, analytics and mathematical sequencing around some of the aerospace um, yeah. technology, so, like, you girls rock it um, <laughs> in that space. Yes. to use a pun, don't you? Like there's yes. a really amazing genetic and uh, female line of African-American women working phenomenally well in this space. So it, it we need to be part of the amplification of just what you girls are capable of. I know, I know, and I feel that <laughs> so much, Tony. <laughs> we really rock in this field every African-American yes woman that I've met in this field, they excel, they are optimal yes. in their processes, and I call it they're at the top of their games. <laughs> mm. I, I have to share this story. And 25, yes, 25 years ago, I mm. entered, I told you I left Blue Cross and went to Sprint. It was my second stop. And I went to Sprint because Sprint was coming with all this new technology. Yes. I wanted to grow my career. And I met three mm. amazing African-American women. And we are still yeah. tied by the oh. hip today. We all oh. are still in. One has retired from the field of technology. The other two are yeah. still. They are very, uh, you know, experienced women in the field. They both are directors. Mm. For so we keep a relationship. We meet every other week. And have a girls day, pray for each other, talk, network. We, after 25 yeah. years, we still have this connection. That's amazing. We all have excelled. So that shows you the strength of the African American uh, female. But I tell you a story. We all had to really mm -hmm. struggle. Yeah, yes. You would go yeah. in and you would say, I wonder why I didn't, and then no feedback. And then you see the person who got the opportunity. You're like, well, I'm happy for him, but I know I you know, probably should have yeah. landed that job. Yeah. So that's what yeah. we struggle with. And it all comes from network. A lot of times you find out the ones who are getting moved up, the, the male counterparts, you know, they spend some time on the yeah. golf course together. They develop a relationship. Yeah. We don't have that opportunity. So we have to focus on that in corporate now to say, if you don't have that opportunity to golf, you still need to find some time to communicate and collaborate with the female in the workplace to yeah. build a relationship. Yeah. So we, we've kind of started things like shadowing, you know, individuals or, you know, setting up checkpoint calls with them. There has to be some creative way to develop that because nine times yeah. out of 10, we're not going to go golf. 
with with them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mind golf, but like it's kind no, of either, boring, but, really, you know, but one of the chances that I'm gonna go, you know, golf with the person who's gonna give me the next opportunity at my yeah. organization. So that's pretty yeah. unlikely it may happen, but you know, yeah. we have to find those creative ways to understand yeah. each other. Yeah. I think talking and the conversation means a whole lot mm-hmm. when you have a conversation yeah. and understand each other. And and I love my male yeah. counterparts because 30 years in this business, I wouldn't have been provided opportunities if it hadn't mm-hmm. been from the male counterpart. For them, yes. Yeah. That, and that's that's part of the conversation too, isn't it, um, Dr. Vanessa, that, that we need male champions of change. So we can mm-hmm. do a lot and women can create a lot and, and be it's extraordinary within their field. But unfortunately, we're still in the time and place where we need those male champions of change, so to speak, to help further the cause of women in STEM, don't we? Exactly. And that's some of the things we do work on, and and especially with Crossroads, when I'm working through uh, STEM presentations with the school district, I'm always trying to reach out and make sure I have a male counterpart with me to even stress that point of how we have to support our females in the field and not feel like they can be in this field, but they can't rise to the level that the male has. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Vanessa, do the young girls and young women realize the the pathway that you and the women that have gone before you have forged in this area? Do they understand that there's a there's a such a strong and powerful cohort of women that have paved the way for them? Do they understand, or just not? Do they just not think about um, the whole cohort of? Um, uh, STEM uh, roles and jobs that they can, they can do and love and could be incredible at. Does it just not well, enter their their thought, or or is it just about keeping on talking about women in STEM? Tony, you know that's a great question, and I think it has two answers. I think they mm-hmm. don't know about the network, how big or how yeah. small. And then I think we as women probably need to do a little bit better at socializing the network and the availability yeah. that's there. You know, I hear young women when I talk yeah. to them, well, how do I connect with uh, a lady in technology or a female in tech? How do I do that? You know, I don't yeah. even know if you want to come and had this presentation with us, I wouldn't know you. So it yeah. would really be nice to have a well-known network of women in the technology field, like when people know how to go for anything else they need, yeah. you know, uh, go to this site for cleaning services, go to this site for, you know, mechanics. It would be nice to have that where it would be like yeah. a day in the life deal yeah. or something that a woman would yeah. be there to guide uh, the individual. Because yeah. a lot of times these young women, they think technology means, and sometimes it does, means sitting behind yeah. the desk coding. I have coded. So sometimes it means coding. Sometimes it can mean uh, doing reporting. Uh, you can work in an area where all you do is, you know, provide 
reports and strategize for the organization, yes. see the numbers. There's that side mm-hmm. of the business. There's the leadership side. There's the project management side where you can manage projects. There's so much in technology. You can work for right. and STEM. You can go work for a car dealership and be an engineer mm-hmm. and, you know, in the yeah. manufacturing area and work on engines. You can design. You can do so much. Yes. Technology rules the world, you know. For example, when the systems went down yeah. at the airlines, nobody could catch a flight because the systems were down. So you can work for the airlines. You can make and sure there's systems that? up and going. Engineers huh? fix that, don't they? Yes, exactly. Engineers fix those so, problems. Engineers. That's it. So they need to understand all of the different aspects. Um, mm. Some individuals don't know there's an entity of architecture and infrastructure where you're building the systems for the uh, yes. companies. Yes. So those type mm. of ideas, when I share those, they're saying, well, I didn't know those existed. There's robotics. You know, there's a strong yes. robotics. Yes, robotics. Yes. How exciting yes. is that? Yes. So robotics and AI are really coming mm-hmm. into their own and they will be yes. a huge part of technology uh, and everyday uh, life going forward, won't they? They're hugely yes. exciting fields. Yes. And, and we need to share this information and show the roadmap. That's the one thing a young lady said to me. I don't know the roadmap. I don't know how to get there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I see where you are with the roadmap. And that's a she brought out such a great point that day. I am working. I have a program that I present called the Inner Wind. And yes. it is yes. the roadmap. So that's what I'm developing mm-hmm. in that program is a roadmap. Because she's like, mm-hmm. I have no clue how to get there. I know where I want to go. Yeah. How do I get there? So I have the inner, the inner wind program is awesome. I went into Washington State with it. It gives the yeah. roadmap, but it also teaches that the inner wind, when your heart is into it, that's when you truly win. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. on the road to tech STEM, my heart is in it. Your heart has to be in what you do and you have to love it to really excel and shine. So that's the message I would give to the young ladies. Have your heart in the process. Yeah. So, so that's what, that's what I've been Um, sharing along the way. I was just going to say a lot of your work now is, is in sharing with young women and um, girls about the roadmap and about how you've got to where you are and about how they can do it. And you're open to, you know, mums of of teenage girls connecting with you and saying, oh, I think my daughter might have the aptitude or the interest in in one of these areas. And you can point them in the right direction, can't you? Yes, yes. And that's what I love doing, uh, Tony, through my organisation is providing uh, the young women with the tools. Uh, with the network, mm-hmm. with the roadmap, mm-hmm. with the drive. Um, yes. Such important aspect of making decisions is having someone to bounce it off of. Uh, I sit and I yeah. coach and, and make sure that they make the decisions. You're not going to talk them through it. But having someone there to say, you can do it. 
it's so critical and actually having someone they can come to that will speak from uh, a place of, you know, Mm. truth to them instead of, you know, this hunt and pet game. I know when I was coming through, it was like a hunt and pet. You go to these functions and you try to get the answer and everybody's talking and doing and you leave and you go, I didn't get as much as I wanted to get from that. Such so I, I always opt to make my sessions uh, full of meat, I call it. I want you to leave with yeah. the nuggets that have true direction for you. If they don't leave yeah. with the nuggets that give a path forward, then I failed at what I've tried to do. I don't want them to leave yeah. with a bunch of talk. Oh, you go, uh, you this, you're that. No one wants them to leave with, I need to go do one, two, three. I need to look this up. I, I was just I, give them say, ideas. Yeah. yeah. Give them ideas. Go research this. Yeah. Yeah. Because for them to have a clear understanding of where they want to go, they first need to know, well, I'm going to need to study this subject or I'm going to need to research what that actually looks like and see if I'm really interested in it. And I'm guessing that that can be um, brought with, with, a lot of decision making for younger women looking at going into these because there's there's a wide range of of subjects now and they probably need to do that research that you're talking about to find out which one lights up their life and for some girls that's mathematics isn't it for some girls that might be engineering for some girls that might be science and it's about finding that love, joy, passion and what lights them up. And sometimes that's just giving them a set of questions to go or or subjects to research until they find, oh, my goodness, that's so exciting. And it might be robotics, for instance, or it might be uh, computing, whatever it is, that's, they need to find that out before they go too far down the track, don't they? Particularly where uh, external study um, is important to get them from where they, to where they want to go. Exactly, and that's that's yeah. what we that's what we got them on is how that that roadmap to actually do just exactly what you just said yes. to take them from point yes. A, B to Z to get them to the end of the road. Yes, yeah, Doctor Vanessa, I'm curious to know with you've got an amazing amount of credentials and study behind you. What was one of the key factors that determined or or drove you down the path of getting a a doctorate? I'm just curious. Did you feel like you needed to learn more or did you just want to have that and say, yeah, I did that? Because it's a lot of study, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) You got some great questions. Yes, it is. And (laughs) you, you, you answered it. I really did it because I wanted, I love technology. So I wanted to yeah. position myself to really uh, be able to perform in the area of strategy because that's where yeah. I love to be in that area of strategy. So that was one reason. Yeah. The second reason is mm-hmm. I wanted to say, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. I finished the course. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to finish the course. And so yeah. your terminal degree is finishing the course. Of technology. Yes. So I wanted to do that. I love mm. the program when I looked into it. 
because it provided oh. such an amazing landscape. The program was, mm-hmm. it was everything. I mean, it provided yes. uh, the strategic side, the marketing yes. side, uh, yes. the educational side. It provided thought process. And I never thought about sitting in a park and observing mm-hmm. people to even come up with a technology paper. We had to do that one time. Yes. Go sit yes, in the yes. park. Yeah. <laughs> And so those things that just kept our mind so intrigued, I just really mm. love the idea of excelling. Like I said, my mom and dad were educators. And yeah. so that was just one thing they drilled into us. But the main reason was to have the doctorate, to have it to um, solidify myself in the profession and also Absolutely. position myself uh, for strategic roles and to be able to just... Um, look at things it gives you a whole different perspective that degree you're able to it look at yeah yeah, yeah you, that you, you, higher you, you, level strategic yes. thought process is yes. quite different from yes. the everyday thought process and um and having talked to you a number of times i know that that is where your passion lies is, is that strategic how do it, this is where we want to go um, mm-hmm. how do we get that how do we get more people there and yes. what is that roadmap? And I love that word roadmap because it just, it, it is uh, what it sounds like. It's a step-by-step process of how do we achieve this? Um, how do we do that? How do we get more girls doing this yes. sort of uh, work? All of those things. And that comes from that higher strategic level, that that government level I guess you could say um, yes. and that perspective that overall perspective mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I came from a small town too so I okay. uh, didn't realize that I had just because I grew up in a small town I didn't realize that I had such a limited perspective on the wider world and mm-hmm. that doesn't happen until you go out of the small town does it and you don't exactly. realize until you get out of the small town exactly. that and then you can go back then you can go back and do lots of lots of things but you need to get out of the small town because there's a small town uh, mentality that is not helpful in creating change and impact across the world and that's very much what you're yes. about isn't it Dr yes. Vanessa that change and global impact and and um making sure that we change things for the girls that come behind us um one of the other things that i wanted to ask you about was your time um on the advisory board for stem in dallas oh i love the time on my advisory board we just met saturday i love the school i am with we are working we had a stem um program the other day uh-huh. And it, it was just uh-huh. dynamite. We had so much participation. Uh, the kids are learning so much in the NAP program. Yeah. Uh, I had a young man in the class. They participated mm-hmm. so much. He answered so many questions. He wanted yeah. to give part and everything. But I love that work. We go in. <laughs> what, what, what we do every year, our main goal uh-huh. uh, is to prepare them for internships. We have several companies uh, who have partnered with us to grant the high school students paid internships. 
not just internships. Paid. Oh, wow. Yes. That's but pretty special, isn't it? Isn't that awesome? But they have to meet certain requirements. So the advisory yeah. board, we really focus in on making sure they have the resume writing skills, their resumes are prepared. Yes. We do mock interviews with them. We help them prepare mm-hmm. those resumes. We uh, take them out, show them how to dress for the interview. We walk with yeah. them all the way through this process. Uh, the mm-hmm. resumes are due in January. They get to interview in March. And then they find out if they have the job in April. It's an awesome experience to see their faces light up. And uh, even for those students that don't say they don't want the opportunity, mm-hmm. we have a chance to coach them and understand yeah. why they don't. You know, Tony, I found yeah. out one day that a young lady, she really wanted to, but she didn't think she was mm-hmm. going to be able to, you know? She thought she wasn't able to. She wanted to. When we finally got to the bottom of it. And so we're able to coach. Uh, We work with a great group of uh, people there that spearhead NAF. And they bring bring in all these processes and programs. And we go by that schedule and we work things Mm -hmm. out. We go into the schools now, you know, virtually Mm -hmm. every week. And we have uh, like a Wednesday round with the kids to kind of just, you know, give them insights on things, see what they need, tell them what's going on in the industry. We have several partners Mm. with us. We have uh, partners from Verizon uh, and other companies that sit on that board uh, with me. And we're really dedicated to helping the kids understand their potential and helping them reach it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a journey. It's a journey. Yeah, I was just thinking those kids that go through the program and perhaps aren't successful in getting an internship, that's still really wonderfully helpful life skills. So if you just that simple teaching them how to dress for an interview and how to behave in an interview, they are incredibly important life skills Mm -hmm. without anything else. Because, yes. you know, those are skills that you can learn. Those are skills that you can be taught. And once you've learned those skills, you will use them your entire life, won't you? Exactly. Those soft skills are so critical to your yeah. advancement. Yeah. And we try yeah. to teach yeah. uh, the students that. And we have some awesome students. A lot of them don't, you know, we've been working through the Internet access and the Mm. technology tools they need but we have some awesome students and yes those soft skills I've seen them develop that's the beauty is seeing them when you start and then seeing them as you work walk with them on this journey and you work with them in the soft skill space that it's just amazing Yeah. yeah yeah um Dr Vanessa in um as you've noticed the start of the show uh, our internet across australia is not always reliable and um <laughs> helpful <laughs> what's what's the internet situation across the us does everyone have access to reasonable internet what's it like i i don't think i've had the opportunity to ask someone that before i'm always <laughs> complaining about the, the state of australia <laughs> internet because sometimes yeah, because Australia's internet we is sometimes great, like third we have world. Great, we have great internet in the States. Yeah. Now, yeah. Lake, Lake Providence, where I'm from, is sketchy. 
but still they they're uh-huh. coming along and they have last yeah. time I was there I was able to log on and work so that's you know a plus and then that's I'll good you, where's my little nifty I have my little nifty hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes 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 yeah. yes mm-hmm. so that that's another deal my little hot spot you know it it, it travels with me everywhere. I can't find my hotspot yeah. bag, but when I'm traveling, <laughs> I have it with me. It's probably in my backpack right now. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Yes. So internet yes, is a Because I wondered in terms of um, kids and, and kids from, um, you know, small towns, uh, because internet these days is so critical to education, learning, uh, connectiveness, and and even if they are in a small town, they still should be able to access the information and the people that they need to connect to and talk to to make decisions around, you know, what they're going to study and et cetera, et cetera. So it's good to know that that's, that's pretty good across uh, the U.S. Um, it's before good. we run out it's of time, good, something... I want to say it's good, Tony, but the affordability is the issue. Oh, I see. Right. So that's what we have to work on in our community is helping those who Mm -hmm. can afford to have the Internet afford it. Yeah, to provide it. Yes. Okay. Because in this day and age, um, you know, fundamentals like food, water, shelter, the internet almost comes into play there as an essential in this this day and age. Um, I didn't realize that there was, you know, affordability affordability issues. Um, good to know that those things are starting to, you know, hopefully improve. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, what is something that's exciting you? within the technological world at the moment what's something that's really exciting you besides the wonderful work that you do because I know that that lights you up what else is there some innovation that you've seen recently that you went oh my goodness that is so exciting (laughs) yes I'm always intrigued by the digital space and the robotic space those are the two spaces that I have seen, oh my God, the robotic. Aren't they amazing? Amazing, mm. amazing. Yeah. So I've had an opportunity to see someone build a robot. <laughs> yes. And that's amazing. And then the work yeah. of just digital systems, uh, the speed to market mm-hmm. products that we do now in the banking industry yeah. with you know, digital products yes. and you can just have your bank access on your phone. It's just, you know, dynamite I to me. Know. Yeah. I have to agree. I'm a lover of all things technology. And I watched uh, something the other day where they were working with robotics for um, people that had amputated legs or arms for whatever reason. And the robotics um, and the programming of the robotics was able to uh, tap into the energy generated by the brain and instruct the robotic hand I think it was uh, the brain instructed the robotic hand exactly what it had to do like how exciting is that amazing that is amazing yeah 
I am so excited about the advancements we have made. It is just astronomical. I even think about the AI as you, you know, you can be. Yes. Uh, have you ever been passing by a store uh, that you mm. shopped at and all of a sudden your phone? Yes. Oh, Coles has a sale. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to know where you are and to give you some yes. sales and to know you like that store. Yes. Data is yeah. ruling the world right now. Data, the analysis yeah. of data. Yeah. 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 I actually look, I've, I've had this conversation before. One of my dreams as um, a little girl was to have one of those um, Jetsons rockets that, uh, <laughs> that zaps from one place to the other. And I'm thinking that we might just see that in our lifetime where we have, um, you know, little self-propelled uh I don't know, cars or whatever you would call them to get you from yeah. one place to another. Uh, that sort of stuff excites me. Do you think that we'll see some of that stuff? I don't think that that's too far away, surely. I think we will. I know we will. <laughs> yeah. um, I tell yeah. you, my father was ahead of himself. He was an architect, but he loved yes. inventions. He loved designing. And he left me a design before he passed <gasps> years ago. Uh, it's been years, wow. and I promise yeah. you, I've seen someone you know, almost get there. I'm like, oh my god, I should have done this. But he had the design for <laughs> for a transportation. These these little cars, and his concept yeah. was like if you're blowing a pea through a straw, and yeah. it would be underground, and you could go like from yeah. Dallas to Houston in ten minutes. Yes. Yeah. With the with the speed, yes. force of air. Life changing. And I know they're going to do that. <laughs> so that, oh, see, was, that gives me goosebumps. Of, yeah, he was ahead of his yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have that still. And in- why that? Yeah, and why that excites me so much is because, as you know, Australia is right down underneath the bottom of the world, in the middle of nowhere, and for us to get anywhere decent, like to, for me to fly to you in in Dallas is like a 24-hour at least uh, flight, transfer, drive kind of combo. Imagine if we had transport that got us there in four hours. That would be life-changing. I could go, hey, Vanessa, I'm coming for dinner. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? I that just be amazing. That excites me. That excites it's, it's me. We will get there. We the will get we will get there. I think so. I, it's, um, Qantas is Australia's um, most prominent airline, and they have been playing in that space for a little while. They are not that fast yet, but they are hoping to launch um, 17-hour, 15-hour flights directly from Australia to North America or the UK. Um at the moment, it takes, you know, 24 hours. But, like, to be able to bring that time down mm-hmm. um, and be able to connect and meet, I, that just excites me beyond yeah. all measure. And yeah. that's all technology-based, isn't it? All of that it innovation, is. all of those robotics, all of that, that takes people to do computer programming, to do engineering, to study science, to know the maths. Damn. It all comes back to STEM. All so of it's the STEM for STEM. The world. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. And by encouraging this, imagine imagine if one of the, the, the girls that you mentored or encouraged to go into STEM, imagine if she created um, a, a, something that uh, ended breast cancer. Imagine if one of your students created those little rocket ships that we've been talking about. Imagine if they discovered the technology to for people to live on spacecraft orbiting the world wow. on a continuous basis. Like, yes. doesn't that, that excites me. Yes. And that excites me just talking to you. So I can't imagine <laughs> what it does yeah. for your soul being in the STEM uh, environment all the time. My living would not have been in vain. That's all I can say. Yes. 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 Very exciting. Yes. And you've got granddaughters as well. So I've got a grandson. I dearly love a granddaughter, but the grandson is is just perfectly divine as it is. But for our (laughs) granddaughters, and hopefully one day I'll have a granddaughter, but for our granddaughters, it's an important vision for us to have, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, for our granddaughters. That's what I want to be. I see my uh, granddaughters and one is six now and she's beginning to understand. And she is absolutely captivated. She listens to my meetings sometimes. (laughs) She wants to to participate. Yes. So they're understanding. They're like, yes. And and their brains are like sponges. And yes. if we can implant or, or give them access to yes. those bigger conversations and spur their imagination from that very young age, we'll change yes. the future as we see it. Absolutely we will. I believe that we will. I, yeah. I believe yeah, yeah. that with all my heart, Tony, that we would change the yeah. future if we change it one yeah. person, a concept at a time. We don't have to have everybody and everything, yeah, but yeah. we do need to make an impact. Yeah. And that, that's my yeah. love and my drive. And I will continue in this this work. Uh, to add, I'm going to have yes. a grandson in April. So, <laughs> Oh, you will love that. You will love that. There's something really special about um, grandsons and their love for, I'm, I'm Nana. Um, okay. So <laughs> my grandson goes, uh, Nana and Poppy we are. And my grandson goes, has, we have these special little times and he'll he'll come up to me and he'll spend all his time with Poppy because he's a boy's boy and he yeah. loves, you know, exploring and finding out things and, and learning. But then he'll come back inside and he'll want quiet, snuggle time with Nana and it <laughs> is just the most blessed time. And, yes, his little brain just takes in everything from how dragonflies fly to why anthills eat ants, uh, why uh, ant lions eat ants, like just everything, why worms wriggle, uh, why goats bar, like anything and anything in between. So they are a delight, Vanessa, an yes. absolute delight. Yes. Um, we are almost out of time and I want to remind the audience that if you if you or someone you know um, wants to find out anything about STEM and how to make sure you get 
into STEM or if you have an interest in science, technology, engineering or maths, I encourage you to reach out to Dr. Vanessa. Um, Do you want to just quickly in the last minute, Dr. Vanessa, tell us about um, your website and the STEM in a Win program just quickly if you can, in case we have parents with high school students listening today. Okay, perfect. Yes, the Inner Wind program, you can reach out on www.crossroadsitg.com or email me at drvhall at crossroadsitg.com. Our new hashtag we're adopting is hashtag strong stem girls for 2022. Oh, yay! <laughs> and I will uh, have that posted to my a Facebook page, my Crossroads Facebook page. And you guys can go out and visit that and know how to contact me. Please reach out on LinkedIn and on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. But I love to And we'll make sure all those connections are attached to this interview wherever you're watching it. If you're watching it live, they'll be coming up in the chat box right now. If you're watching this um, as a a post-show, All the notes attached to this show will have Dr. Vanessa's contact details and I encourage you to connect and talk to her about anything STEM related, particularly if you have a girl uh, in high school and want to get her into STEM. Dr. Vanessa, we are out of time. Uh, It has been a delight to have you on the show today. I'm so appreciative of your time and your expertise in talking to me today and enriching the audience with your STEM knowledge and understanding. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony, for having me. It was an honor and a pleasure. Be blessed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I look forward to talking to you again in the future. That, my wonderful audience, is your lot for this week. I'm actually on a week off next week, so we will have a replay show. Uh, we might even replay Dr. Vanessa's show again next week just simply because I'm so passionate about technology and where we're going in the future. And the more times we boom out the message about the importance of STEM and getting girls into STEM, the better off our world will be. Dr. Vanessa Hall, thank you so much for today. And bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.